You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, we're back here on the Laugh Button Podcast. I guess technically, uh, if you're listening to two episodes in a row, we never went anywhere. You no, know? we did not, which I don't know if who would want to listen to the show like two, two episodes in a row. Really? It's a lot of talking. There's, there, there's got to be binge listeners out there. <laughs> you know, there's been I hope so. binge watchers. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I, okay, this is completely unrelated, sure. but for some reason, literally as soon as you hit record, the Super Mario Brothers pipe music started playing in my head. Oh, that, like the doo-dee-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-do
very excited personally for this episode because we have uh, Stephen Lynch joining us. Yeah, buddy. He's he's one of my all-time favorites. I love this guy. Such a talented musician. Don't wait. Hold on. Hold okay. your bite your tongue. Right. Such a great musician and an amazing <sighs> comedian, and he's melded those two worlds together so perfectly. I think he's the king of the reveal, man. I mean, no yeah. one does it like Stephen Lynch does when it comes to the reveal. Yeah. In a song. And then when that same reveal comes around the second, third time, whatever, it's just as funny as the first. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, it's just, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to explain it better than you just did, so I'm not, I'm not going to. And and for those of <laughs> those of uh, you out there that know Stephen Lynch, you know, from his first, maybe his first two albums. It, that was when he first got, like, picked up. Like, I remember the, I, my first example, introduction to him was, like, the Opie and Anthony yeah. uh, special ed. Right. Uh, you know, uh that that era of Stephen Lynch, which I guess was 2006. Oh, it was earlier than that. 2004. It was earlier than that. I want to say it was like late 90s, dude. Look that up next. Because to the, like uh, Opie and Anthony were on the air middays on WNEW for 9/11. Oh Jesus, dude! What, yeah. did, did I say? You 2006. Said, I yeah. meant 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's more that time. So, because <laughs> yeah. uh, that's when I first remember him. I remember like, I remember like they really championed him early, early on. Stephen yeah. Lynch. Um, well, I want to say his half hour on Comedy Central happened in like 99, 2000. Well, he's incredible. Oh, yeah. Totally. And uh, we, we were able to present, the Laugh Button was able to present one of his shows. He's on yeah, a short great. mini tour right now. The Mild Heart Tour. Yeah, the, the My Old Heart Tour. And and, uh, and he's going to be adding more shows to it. So if, if you go to his website, be sure to grab tickets and yeah. there'll be new dates soon. But but uh, we were able to hang with him down at Starland Ballroom. And, uh, and he was kind enough to swing by uh, the TLB offices. Yeah, he a podcast offices on his on way up to... Uh, Albany? Yeah, Albany. Yep. Albany so well, any, anyway, for those of, of you out there that know him from the old school days, yeah, yeah. if you haven't invested in his two most recent albums, Three Balloons and also Lion, Lion is my ultimate... It's, it's hands down my favorite Stephen Lynch it album. Good one. It is so good. I can't tell you how good it is. And then we got a nice look into what's coming our way as far as a new batch of songs. Yeah. He played a bunch of new stuff. That, that's kind of the point of the story right now. Yeah. And uh, and it seems like we're going to be getting more Lion stuff, which I'm super, super stoked about. So, But yeah, we're happy that uh, he was kind enough to swing by, him and, and his, uh, his old friend Rod Cohn, who uh, is in his band and sings with him and is you know, it's like a childhood friend. And uh, he's a part of it too, so stay tuned for that. But, but uh, all right. So back to the saying, reveal. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Oh yeah. Okay. Course, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh come on, you didn't know. I did know that. Now that you say it, it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah, like, so okay, so we have Captain Lou and yeah. other guy. I don't even remember other guy. I remember his face. I don't remember what his name at all. I don't think he was like popular. I don't know if he did anything else yeah. after that. So you have Bob Hoskins and other guy who do the Super Mario Brothers show, and then you have for the movie, which by the way. Terrible. You know what? I'm gonna go back and watch it. It's terrible. I, I know it's bad, but I want to go they back. They did and a whole. Watch how it. did this get made about that movie? Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so you had Bob Hoskins playing Mario, which kind of made sense, and then you had John Leguizamo as Luigi. Now, and the, and the enemy. You remember the enemy? The Koopa Trooper. Oh, it was Dennis Hopper. Yep. Dennis yeah, yeah, Hopper. It was Dennis Hopper. He played Koopa Trooper. Uh, yeah. What, no, uh, King Koopa. King Koopa. Yeah. King Koopa. The Koopa Troopers didn't look like little mushrooms. They looked like giant snakes with small heads. It was very weird. It was. I mean, Nintendo was massive, and they could almost do no wrong, and that's why they did all that stuff. Danny but Wells played Luigi. And I remember now, the face, but what has he done since now, then? Now look at his face, because the second you see, you're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> and and his, Oh yeah, he, I totally remember him. Is he not the perfect Luigi, though? Totally. So, like, 
who's the 2017 casting of Mario and Luigi? I don't know. Oh, you this, know what I mean? This guy's famous for for being the bartender on the Jeffersons. Okay, he's a Canadian dude. Okay, you're still dodging my question though. No, because I'm trying to think at the same okay. same time. Okay. Oh, he passed I, away. I'm, I'm, oh man, they all they all pass away at some point. Captain it, Lou's gone. I know, but he, Bob he, Hoss, he, maybe it's the curse of Mario and Luigi. He passed Johnny away Legs. in 2013. John Leguizamo. Make sure you take your 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 vitamins and eat your Wheaties, buddy. Yeah, everyone no else shit. is gone. You're the only Luigi we have left. No um, shit. So I don't know. Would it be like? Would it be like a funny guys like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill, or would it be? Oh, you, I could totally see a Jason Segel and a you Jason know, Segel. Okay, as like I Luigi. Okay. Totally. I feel like Luigi's easier to cast for a comedy role. Yeah, because like, he's, he's, he's kind of dopey. He's got like a dopey, goofy yeah. guy. You know, it's a little you, bit taller, misshapen. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you could go with anyone from like uh, if you want to go low budget, you go like Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> no, no, it's the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> or you uh, go, uh, or you go, Dax Shepard. Oh yeah, oh I could see that. You go like a Dax Shepard, uh, Jason Siegel. What? If, wait, what? But I don't know who would do the Mario. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the Mario? What about? Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Ten years ago, maybe. Team up. Today, they're too old. I think ten years ago, yeah. But, but the whole Owen. idea behind the movie is that they're retired, and they have to come back for one more. Oh, pl- kind of like uh, they have to like come- Ben Affleck's Batman. Like yeah. One last, yeah. you know, too they, old for. Or like um, they, the Evil Dead reboot on Stars, where right, it's like, right? Where it's like Ash vs Evil Dead, where like it's literally Ash is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I just want to sit around and like Absolutely. smoke some weed and hang out. It's like uh, we got too we old got for the shit, Danny Glover type t- of style, Myrtle, Myrtle on it. Uh, I guess we got to do one more plunge. Yeah, one more. <laughs> Super That's Mario the tagline. Brothers, the final plunge. <laughs> the final plunge. <laughs> Doesn't really leave room for a sequel, but I love it. Did you just say it doesn't relieve room no, for really oh, leave, oh, really okay. leave. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, the final plunge. Oh, that's great. So okay, plunging so, uh, into we gotta, theaters. We gotta, so, oh, there's just so many. Yeah. Oh, it's endless. <laughs> so okay, what's your so, favorite Super Mario? Well, I'm song? trying to think who Mar- I'm trying to think who Mario would be. I don't know. We only have Ben Stiller as the only Mario we presented here. It's tough. Uh, like would it be like Channing Tatum, C Tates? Like, you know what? Some comedic skill. That's a great call. Like Channing, it would be like the Twenty One Jump Street crew. Just move them into Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I could totally you could put, see like, Jonah Ice Hill Cube is... as like uh, Jonah Hill would make a good Mario. Ice Cube wouldn't make a good Toad. Ice Cube, Ice Cube as Toad would be actually funny as shit. Actually, uh, Ice Cube as Toad. Who would be Peach? Who would be the princess? The princess? Or... I don't know. It'd probably be like uh, like you, uh, you got to get a comedian. You got like Amy Schumer. Be... You get like Amy Schumer as Peach, or you get like um, Emma Stone. Maybe, this yeah, is a great piece for the laugh button. We should we yeah, should put this together. Ca- casting the 2017 the super, yeah. version of the Super Mario Brothers. Su- if Super Mario Brothers were recast with comedians okay. of today. It's not a bad can idea. We, can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. That'll totally. be a huge let's hit. Totally like an Emma Stone or... Uh, oh, yeah. Emma Stone would make a great Peach. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's lovely, by the em, way. Emma Stone. I'm what not not the Harry Potter girl, the redhead girl from La La Land. Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, eh, not Emma Watson. No. No. Like, And then like... Uh, Toad, Ice Cube was Toad. I kind of like. But I was thinking, like, you go like, all right. Oh wait, wait. What about you Char- go like you go like Peter Dinklage, but like right, that's right, kind of yeah, like yeah, that's attack, a little yeah, on the yeah. nose. What, what about what like about Charlie's Theron? What about Charlie princess? Day? Charlie Day could be a good Toad. Are you thinking Toad? You, I think it'd be a great. Uh, anything toad. just because he's got to be like involved. Goofy, what about like um? What about like the guys from Horrible Bosses, like Jason Sudeikis, and like Jason Sudeikis Bateman. would make a good. Uh, Mario too I think 
Uh, do you really do you need like an ethnic Italian looking? No, you don't. That's what I'm saying. I, okay. I don't think you do. I, I think it's just the idea of. But whatever. so, you'd, but you'd have to give him a mustache. So Jason, I, that's what I'm saying. You could put anybody in the mustache. Just give him a nice beefy mustache. I don't know. That's so funny. I, I love the idea. <laughs> we got to put this together. The Super Mario. There, there'll be like the comedy version. Then there's like the emo version where you get like Michael Sarah in there somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just the cast of Scott Pilgrim versus yeah, yeah. the world. You know yeah. what? Underrated movie. I totally. Are you then, kidding me? I own it in three formats. It's a, it, that movie had so much promise, and like the the ads looked awesome, the trailers looked awesome, and then just like no one came. Way ahead Edgar of its Wright time. Edgar Wright directed it, crushed you know, it, crushed it. Way ahead of its time, and so. I, I feel like that's the movie. Like ten years from now, like when it's twenty years old, yeah, they're gonna start showing that in film school. To, to you know you know what I mean as like okay. a moment in time where where someone went outside the box did something so unique and creative really changed the game I mean it looks awesome if that movie came out post Iron Man I think it would be a huge hit yeah. that movie was pre Iron Man great like soundtrack got the soundtrack on vinyl soundtrack's good with Sex Bobomb yeah Sex Bobomb <laughs> speaking of Super Mario Brothers <laughs> they would do the theme song Bobombs no the Bobombs that's that's oh. a character in Super Mario Brothers yeah but that, not Sex Bobombs but that's what's great about it it's yeah. a re- Super Mario Brothers reference I don't know I think we're on the something here we could do like mega crossovers the, let's reimagine let's start with this okay and see where we go with this and we'll reimagine the super mario brothers universe at, with, comedians. with the comedians of today okay and, and we'll make this a thing and then we'll choose a different world or something if scott pilgrim were were, were cast by com- with comedians oh, the super great. mario brothers who would be the bad guys like who would be uh the koopa trooper and all those guys yeah, yeah like who would be who would be like bowser you know what I mean? Like, who would make can a great be, Can it be Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. Can it please be Danny DeVito? He's so the perfect Bowser. Oh, my God. He's so perfect it should for be, that. It should be, or Danny McBride. Danny McBride or Danny DeVito. Ooh, Danny McBride. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I actually, I yeah. see Danny McBride being almost a better right-hand man to Bowser. You know what I mean? Okay, like, like, like the, whoever yeah. the second in command. Or could you make him Mario? He kind of looks like crazy, stereotypical Italian dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good fit. I mean, just based on get, looks, or get like him and or get like him and like James Franco as Mario and oh, Luigi. So funny. I could do this all day, dude. I might I'll, I'll tell do you what. I, I was, I was watching, I was watching Why Him, right? The the new yeah, James yeah. Franco comedy. Yeah, yeah. With you know, uh, I screened Cranston it. And, yeah, I screened it. You know, before the holiday break. First of all, very funny movie. Okay. I don't want to say flew under the radar because it did decently in theaters. It From did what better. I yes. It did better than Office Christmas Party, which they, you know they came out about the same time. Yeah. It was kind of like the holiday comedy situation, but very funny. My and I took my wife to the screening, and she was like, ah, "I guess I'll go." I'm like, well, "Why wouldn't you want to go? This looks great." She's like, "Well, you know, it's just I feel like James Franco is just kind of the same dude and everything." Yes. And I'm like, "Buddy's great at it." Yeah. You know. And then, and then this is like James Franco turned up a notch. Okay. So it's like a little bit different James Franco, but he's just so fucking good at it. And it's just, he's so satisfying in the movie. It's, it's, he's, it's undeniable. He's, he's just hilarious. Pineapple Express. So he's good. In, yeah. Um, uh, the end of the world. He's great. He's got to go. Yeah. Like that's my favorite line from that movie. So he's I gotta, got to I gotta rewatch that. I saw it in the theater. That, that movie. That movie has. I a, laughed super all, hard. Shitload of cameos in that movie. Yeah. Well, the whole thing's a the cameo. whole thing's a yeah. cameo. The whole thing's a send up. It's, it's basically it's, Hollywood dying. Yeah. Basically. basically, it's all Hollywood getting killed. Like, yeah. If you hate Hollywood, you can watch them all die. And this is the end. He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he was great in. Uh, True story. Did you see True Story with it's him and Jonah Hill? It was about a, it's a writer. Based on, yeah, it's based on a true story. A, a writer for the New York Times 
And, oh, was it the writer for the New York Times where he got and kicked like out I, for lying and he kind of got shunned? I thought that was. I thought that. Or am was I confusing the, two movies? I think you're thinking of Shattered Glass. Who was that writer? James Glass, I think his name was. He wrote for the Post. I thought it was. Did the Washington Post? Ah, I swear I'm right. For and that, that guy was played by Hayden Christensen, aka Anakin Skywalker. Oh yeah. But I think the true story. It was about a. It was a, it was a guy who interviewed a murderer on death row or something like that. And 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 in that, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like he was a that had a kind f- of a primal fear kind of vibe to it with Richard Gere and uh. Right, it's a mystery thriller, right? By the way, mystery thriller James Franco and Jonah Hill. Like, you, like you got to work the thing. for that. You're, you you're, work you're, that. you're going in thinking, no way. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, here you go. Franco plays Christian Longo, a man on the FBI's most wanted list, accused of murdering his wife and three children. There's nothing okay. to do with being a writer for the New York you're, Times. You're absolutely... What fucking movie is that? <laughs> Shattered then? Glass. was about that glass. His last name was Glass. He was a journalist with the last name Glass, and I want to say he wrote for the Washington Post. It was D.C. somewhere. Do, do you know what I'm going to say and, right and here right now? And Hayden Christensen portrayed that character. Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say right here right now. Like I think the I've Jesus a, Jones song? I, <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now. I feel... Like I've This is it I've officially watched Too many movies (laughs) Probably I've watched too many Fucking movies Are you looking up Shattered Glass On IMDb Nah we're not gonna Make it that far We'll move on We'll move on That's bullshit You still want me To be right You're probably like Oh shit Matt's right I'm not proving it I just want I just want to keep imagining the Super Mario Brothers universe Dude I'm in I'll do this all day We can do this entire podcast All right, Super Who else was in the Super Mario Brothers movie Shattered Glass, 2003 drama starring Hayden Christensen and Peter Sarsgaard, Chloe Sevigny, and Rosario Dawson. Stephen Glass is a writer for the influential U.S. political magazine, The New Republic, and freelance featured writer for blah, 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 blah. By the mid-90s, Glass's articles had turned into one of the most sought-after young journalists in Washington, D.C., but a bizarre train of events, chain of events suddenly stopped his career in his tract. There you go. So yeah, he lived in D.C. and he wasn't a writer for D.C. But yeah, it's based on a true story of like that guy who wrote all that political stuff. But like he was lying about it. Yeah, he was bullshitting. Yeah. All right. So I don't know why I remember. I don't think I saw the movie. I just remember the story. Fisher Stevens was in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Fisher Stevens was the bad guy in Hackers. Yeah, he was. And then he and then he and then he played uh, the bad guy in Hackers. Man, that's a movie that. What, what was that line? That, that was said? a great movie that does not hold up. Tech- By the way, all movies made with technology in them. Well, they're do dead not in hold a year. Yeah, they don't. They don't hold up. Like, there's very like Hackers is one of those movies where you're like the premise of Hackers is very cool, but like the '90s tech involved in Hackers, you're just like, oh, Matt, you need to remake Matt, Hackers like every ten years for Matt, it to be relevant. Matt, yeah, I just had a crazy realization. I did not. No, this was a thing. What? You did not hit play on the my, recording device? My uh, radio mate, let's call it, you know, a person who ha- also has a radio show on the same platform. Okay. Well, is it Sirius XM? Mojo Nixon. Yeah. Was in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I did not, all these fucking years I worked with this guy. I was going to say. I did not know this. <laughs> this is the worst. I wish I could go back and, he played Toad. What? What do you mean? That's like a legit character. I don't I know. I don't remember how. I don't remember how much Toad was in the know movie. This. I mean, we're going back some years with the movie. He I, must have been in it for a blip. I, I there's no way I would have not known that. I guess so, dude. Mojo I mean, I want to say that movie came out around the same time as like the Ninja Turtles movie, the original one with like uh, Jim Hansen's This one's characters. a little bit later. This is this is uh, ninety three. Okay, but yeah, wasn't the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie the first dude, one, like ninety one, ninety two? Dan Castellaneta from The Simpsons is in it. I feel like anything that involves voiceover work, Dan Castellaneta is involved in some way. Yeah, 
Well, Very this is great. Motor Lance Henriksen's in it. He's the dude from Alien. The the alien comes out of his chest. Oh yeah, the bur- the chest burst. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Fisher Stevens. Who knew? And and Samantha Massis played uh, Princess Daisy. I don't I don't remember Samantha. Wait, Princess Daisy? Wasn't this? Isn't it Princess Peach? Uh, not in the movie. <laughs> well, I gotta you go back. The, you get all the same names, but you don't go with. I gotta Daisy go back and watch this. But you go with Daisy over Peach. That's so weird. I gotta go back and watch that. No, all you right. don't. I so, don't think you do. Let's get to Stephen Lynch because people are just like, I've had it with this fucking Mario Brothers. Like, I don't think so. I personally think that they want to hear more. So, which, tweet, what's your favorite Mario game of all time? Is, oh, which it's, Mar- it's gotta be Mario Kart. It's gotta be Super Mario Kart. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, I mean, that's like that's for playability over and over again. I mean, the first game is dope. Mario three was dope. I think you didn't. Two was my favorite. Two of was all my three. favorite because you was play as all the characters. Yeah, and two was the one I phys- I distinctly remember beating the most. I, I distinctly remember beating two with the most ease, and I remember like you could pick things up and throw them, and and then three just like blows your mind. Yeah, three was. They like, made a whole movie based on just rolling out three. The yeah, movie, the Wiz. The Wiz with uh. With what's her name from Rilo Kylie? Yeah. Jenny, uh, Je- Jenny, uh, Je- I'm so Jenny from a- the block. No, she was in Troop Beverly Hills. She's an actress. She was in The Wiz. Jenny, don't don't you lose my number? People are fucking hating us today because we were just like it's on the tip of our tongue. Doesn't Beck have a song called Jenny? Jenny. No, no, that's Deborah. Oh, sorry. Your name was Deborah. <laughs> Want to get with you? Yeah. And you I know. I'm just messing up. All right, so. Here's Stephen Lynch, everyone. We'll be back on the flip side, on the B Jenny side Lewis. of the podcast. It's Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis and the Jets. Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins was one of her albums. Oh, was it really? Who knew? I did. Mojo Nixon knew. Here's Lynch, everyone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Old school. Before we go any further, W-H-U. let's oh, be right. is a word you use every day. Shit. Most of the time you use it, it the wrong way. <laughs> what do you got, Rod? What do you got, Rod? pressure's on. <laughs> Here, I'll go first. Don't try to compare me to another bad little fad. I'm the Mac <laughs> and a bad thicker that you never had. I'll make you jump, jump, wiggle, and shake your rump. Because I'll be kicking the flavor that makes you want to jump. Uh-huh. Now you just show it off, man. <laughs> Wiki, 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 wiki. I only it, do stuff before 1982. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I got a half face. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Let's introduce our guest in this episode yes. of the Laugh Button Podcast. As always, alongside Matt Kleinschmidt, I'm Mark Seaman. I know Mark, right? Uh, Stephen Lynch <laughs> and Rod Cohn are here. How are you guys doing? Pleasure. It's good to see yeah, you. Notice really I good. avoided your question. Yes. <laughs> a pleasure to be here. Forgive my heavy breathing and low energy, but well, you you put it all on dog, s- you put right. it all on stage last night. You I left it. it. I left it in Sayreville, New Jersey. <laughs> if you're going to leave it somewhere, <laughs> Sayreville, New, Sayreville New, Jersey. New Jersey is the place to leave it and then never come back for it. <laughs> Now, with that said, I guess that's where the Stephen Lynch Museum is going to yeah, be. Sorry, real that's journey. where it's going to I mean, might as well build where? around it, right? <laughs> There's plenty that's where of, I left it. <laughs> There's plenty of land down there. It's right across the street, the VFW post right next yeah. to it. Yeah. So, so you guys performed there. You just performed there. And, yeah. and for me personally, that was the first time I'd ever been there. Have you guys been there before? Did you do no, that room no. before Starland Ball? I was not kidding when I said I'd never <laughs> heard of 
heard of it before. Yeah. Yes. And they spell it like Brett Favre, too. It's like Saraville. Oh, yeah. It's like that fancy put the R first. <laughs> like we in, the th- we in the theater world <laughs> right. put the R first. <laughs> so theater. You know if somebody spells it E-R, you're like, oh, you're not a real theater person. Well, it's a it's a classy place. I hear that the situation from the Jersey Shore hangs out there a lot. It, oh, no. It used to be a dance club called Hunkabunka way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah. Hunk a bunk when I was a I was a freshman in college, like in the sixties. No, like ninety eight. Like 99. people are doing the Watusi there. <laughs> no, or no, the hot potato. No, no, no. Like Central Jersey. <laughs> the dancing. Charleston was that a dance? Yeah, <laughs> the Charleston. Charleston. No, Central Jersey Dance Club, Dance Factory. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, it's called Hunkabunka. Like in my lifetime. So Hunk-a-bunka. of course the situation would frequent yeah, that joint. Sarahville's a classy place. I tell you what, man, the crowds that you were drawing last night. All different types. It really was a, yeah, yeah. a like a petri dish of. <laughs> <laughs> that is it America. Really... <laughs> it yeah, is America. Little I mean, pink houses. It was a little pink. There house. were pockets of people. Like you could tell, only knew me from Broadway. Right. Yeah. And they were sort of horrified. <laughs> I don't think by me, but maybe by some of the people yeah. sitting around there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then there's like old school hardcore fans, the people who only want to hear the songs from yeah. like 1993 or whatever. Right. And then um, last century. And then teens. there's like people who jumped aboard maybe on the last couple records, the Lion. That's a different type of yeah. crew. You know what I mean? Sure. They sit, they sit, and they watch the show like it's a show, right? And it's not a participatory thing. So <laughs> it was a weird show last night, but it was fun. I, I also felt a little bad because people stood out in line for like hours. There to was, get in. there was an issue with the, with the, with the line at the door. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure what, it was, what that was all about. Like, yeah. They got the whole line in by like your second song. So well, they had to, they had to search through all those they were purses. searches. They're making sure there was no, uh, and, you know, <laughs> hair product and stuff. You know what? That's a good idea because. <laughs> I quite literally had a dream the other night that I was shot on stage. Oh, jeez. Did you really? Like Dimebag Daryl style. Oh, what? God. <laughs> Cleveland's so, canceled. <laughs> so when I heard they were frisking people at the door, part of me was like, what? Come on. It's Amer- this is America. Right. Another part of me <laughs> was, like, was like, this is America. <laughs> Thank you. Do, do your due diligence, door people. Well, ever since you did the Juggalo song, you, you've There's gotten a warrant some, out of my really? death threats. Yeah. There was a guy there no. last night who we were giving out posters at the front, so we were getting a lot of people coming by. One guy goes, man, I listen to Stephen Lynch. He gets me through my day. I put him on the Pandora station. I just listen to it, and I have a shitty job. And this guy gets me through my day. I'm like, you got some diehard fans. Huh? Yeah, there, yeah, there, there was people there. It's our eighth like, show, ninth show. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah we were it was really cool. We in really, really cool. Very passionate people. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, I thought it was a great show. Until I lost my voice at the end, I thought it was a good <laughs> show. If I, you just had this one of those shows. You just had to sort of focus and ignore the people who just wanted to shout at you the whole time. And, yeah. And sing to the people who were actually listening. Sure. <laughs> And they seem to enjoy it. So yeah, yeah it's a great show. So the last time I saw you, you had the full blown band yep. when we were hanging out. Now it's uh, it's whittled down to two for this little mini tour, right? <laughs> yes. Right. And uh, you got Rod here. And and where did your guys' relationship start? I don't know if I ever asked you guys that. Um, College. Yeah. Yep. Nineteen ninety one. Oh wow. Yeah. In Kalamazoo, Michigan, where we both actually live now, still. Right. Uh. Yeah, we just hit it off. We've been friends ever since. And then I moved to New York. Rod eventually moved to New York. And then I was going out on the road. And I asked him if he wanted to come and sing a couple songs and maybe sell some merch for me or something. And <laughs> Get him a job. Yeah, yeah. I needed a job. <laughs> and then like 15 years cheap. later, he's my tour manager. And he performs mm-hmm. with me. And yeah. That's awesome. Now, uh, who has more secrets to bury? 
I mean, you guys must have some stuff on each other, right? So where are we drawing the line in the sand? <laughs> well, you know, man, I wish I had some great stories. Yeah. I probably do from the really early days, right. but yeah, well, I've been married for most of my touring life, so yeah. we're, we are pretty fucking boring. We're really yeah. boring, man. <laughs> we, you know, we go back to the hotel, we eat a pizza, we pass out with a stomach full of cheese, and then just move on to the next place. Yeah, you know, it's a way to do it. Yeah. Don't deal with the shenanigans, man. Cut them out early. There were some shenanigans at our hotel last night, though. Oh, yeah? Okay. Needless to say, I didn't do well when I picked the hotel for <laughs> this show. <laughs> it looked nice online. Wait, what app did you use, or was it just some guy in the street? Shitty hotel. <laughs> Shitty hotel yeah. tonight, Doc. Right. <laughs> right. Where to find meth. <laughs> But, and then um, the whole state of New Jersey just lights up. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm from Jersey. Like, just throw a dart and you'll, you'll have fine. some pride then, man. I do yeah. have pride. I don't think it's as messy. I hate it to was tell one you those... this, Steven, you're already breathing it in, man. <laughs> oh, I've been high for 25 years. <laughs> um, it was one of those uh, extended stay places. Okay. We like oh, to stay you. there because they have like a little have a kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. But, you know, those, those are a crapshoot. Like yep. sometimes yeah. they're really nice and mm-hmm. sometimes they're like they were last night. And the cops are called on somebody at like five in the morning to haul... Some, You're listening some through the little, door. Some very guilty-looking people the cops away. Show up first, because it's like, oh, should I be a gentleman and go out there? Yeah. You know what? Nah. I'm a coward. I don't want to get knifed. I'm gonna. Exactly. It's gonna be okay. I said something. You did. I opened the door and I was like, could you guys sort of pipe down, please? <laughs> it was get only. Back in your room. It was only after I saw the cop turn the corner. <laughs> yeah. Then I, then I became brave. No, what? I didn't say. It. Of course I didn't. I, I didn't even hear it. Rod told me about this. I was asleep through oh, everything. Really? I, okay. I, Passed like out on NyQuil. Cops, so. For sure, yeah. Well, it's the smart move anyway. Pretend like you're already dead. They won't shoot you again. Right. You know? It just <laughs> right. That's what my dad always told me. Yeah. Like, just pre-draw the chalk outline. Lay they're, there. They're like, if you're if you're staying at, a, at, at an extended stay, you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name extended stay. Right? It's, it's the most extended of all stays. <laughs> it's like Nietzsche is the owner of the extended stay chain. Nietzsche's extended stay. <laughs> Edison, New Jersey. <laughs> Comforter doubles as body bag. They fold it up. It zips yeah. up. It's one-stop shop. Come as man, leave as Uber man. <laughs> so, leave. all right. So, no, no sleep for you then. You know, oh, classic. I slept. I slept through it because I was yeah. hopped up on uh, some meds, some meds. Nyquil. And some stuff. Yeah, I've been up for the last two days. Yeah. We've been in an extended stay and went in Rome. You know, yeah, right. I mean, this is a mini. Like, this is a tour that is meant to sort of just test out the new songs. Right. Uh, hence the stripping down of the act and just, you know, having a couple of us go up and do all the new stuff and then just throw in some old stuff. Sure. So the idea was, uh, you know, stay at some cheap hotels and do everything econo style, you know. Uh, yeah, you guys did pull up on a bike today. <laughs> a big double, double tandem <laughs> bike. <laughs> I was like, guys, you didn't tell me. I don't have a chain. You have to bring it inside. <laughs> we lugged it up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to get around corners. It's like moving well, a couch. <laughs> we're splurging on this leg. Yeah. Next leg is going to be two Razor scooters. <laughs> or yeah. one of those old railroad, uh, what are those called? With the, yeah. Yeah. One person each side. The, the, the pump car. Yeah, 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 just yeah. going back and forth. <laughs> You're facing backwards this time, Rod. I want to see shit. <laughs> Both have a little chaplain mustache. <laughs> chaplain mustache. Yeah. Not Hitler mustache. 
same mustache. Oh, it's it's a good chicken. thing you're doing quotation figures for the podcast. Right, nobody yeah. can see me, but I'm saying they can hear the chaffle. wind. They oh, yeah. can hear the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whoosh noise. Go yeah, back. which that's like the chicken and the egg. Which came first, the chaplain or the Hitler? Right. I think it's the chaplain. If you it do had to math. be the chaplain. Yeah. Chaplain. I don't. Yeah. 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 And then Hitler ruined it for yeah, he everyone. He ruined not only that even Michael Jordan. He ruined it for Michael. Michael. Yeah, he ruined it for everyone. What a dick. God, ultimate dick move. It's like he's just son of a bitch. Yeah, his work is still. Terrible mustache, though. Yeah. Who, who wants that? Dude, it only takes one rapper to make that cool, and then we're back doing <laughs> it, man. I'm telling you. True. That's it. One, dude one rapper to make, cool. make the Hitler mustache cool? One tastemaker. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like... Michael Jordan couldn't do it. Yeah, Why would you think a rapper's going to do it? It's yeah, MJ. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Eminem. His hind- yeah. I don't think he can be a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Eminem can grow a mustache. <laughs> He can afford the prosthetic. Though. I think he's doing all right. <laughs> all right. So, so the My Old Heart Tour, which is what yep. you, you've yeah. called this thing, and, and you're out doing the new stuff, which sounds awesome, by the way. And I, and I feel like the people were really receptive. And, yeah. and you came out right away swinging with it. You know, I was in the lobby still, and you fired up. And I was like, whoa, whoa I don't know this one. I was like, this is bullshit. I had to Song run out number there. one. And, yeah. So, uh, and uh, I think they were really digging it, man, the new stuff out of the gate. So how are you feeling about it now that you've been able to play it live a little bit? Have you already oh, yeah. made tweaks at all? Or you, of like, course, yeah. tweak it every night. But mm-hmm. it's a huge relief because I don't know if I said this on stage last night, but um, you know, of the eight or nine songs that we're consistently playing in this past week, um, at least half of them had never been heard by anybody. It was just conceive of it, write it, do a little garage band demo. Sure. Go to the gym and run on a treadmill and listen to it so I can sort of tweak it in my head. And what most comics do, I, I guess, is um, you know, they go to their local home club or whatever and they test out their material, yeah. make sure the shit is good. Right. And then they book a tour. Right. And then they go play it for seven hundred people or no, whatever. No one told you? <laughs> they told me and I just refused to do it. I don't know, there's something about the thrill of, you know, really trying something out for the very first time in front of a shit ton of people who have paid money to see you, mm-hmm. and they're not forgiving. So you get a real answer right away. Absolutely. As yeah. to if this stuff is any good. And so to answer your question, yes, it's been a relief that I would say 80% of it has gone over the way I was hoping it has. And the, we're, we're still working on that last 20%, and then we'll put it on... I was going to say vinyl, but... Uh, <laughs> put it on wax. You got to wait like eight years for that <laughs> to get it printed. Put it on ones and zeros. And <laughs> sure. Put it out into the world. Now, are you uh, are you looking to do this a full band style again, like the last uh, couple records, or, or how are you going to approach I think it? I'll, I think I'll do this the way I did the last one, which nice. is go into a studio... It's my favorite one, man. Line's my favorite, dude. Thank you. I love me that too. album yeah. I, I, so me much. Too. Yeah. It's the only one that I like. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, that's just, you know, you're hard on yourself. You, but whatever. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. But um, thank you. I appreciate that. Because it's the one I definitely invested more time and energy into. And I really tried to make a, a record that was good musically as well as being funny. So Yeah, well, first and foremost, it is. Musically, it's it's a masterpiece of Stephen Lynch. I really believe thank that. You. And, and to, the comedy aspect of it, is 
it gets to shine even more because you're so good at the reveal. That's one of my favorite things about you is Thanks. because it's hard to do the reveal and do it well. You know what yeah, I mean? If yeah, you call yeah. a, a song Dick Face and then that's also the chorus and you're just selling it right away. Right. There, there's no reveal there. But you do it in that such a way. one of his new songs, Dick Face. Uh, that's, yeah, it's <laughs> a new album. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry for that long bleep there for the last 30 seconds. Really? We'll have to redact that from the... <laughs> but it... it the the music is so fucking good that when the thanks. reveal happens, it just makes it that much more valuable too on the back end. You know. Thanks, thanks. So, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's hard to it's hard to do, and it's hard to do when you've been doing it for a long time. Right. And you gotta try to do it differently somehow. Mm -hmm. You can't. Right. And that's what I think we did with Lion. Is like, after three balloons, I was like, man, this is really getting sort of formulaic and stale, and I gotta. I got to try something else. And so I concentrated on writing all the music first and making sure I had good songs and then trying to make those funny instead of coming up with a funny idea and then sort of shaping the music around mm, right. it. And that helped that reveal that you're talking about because the song was already a song. Right. And so now I got to figure out a way to get laughs out of the song. So that's what I'm sort of continuing to try to do on this new record. And something else that you, that you had discussed with me that I thought was really interesting and that I feel is kind of like, like with these new songs, there's a kind of an evolutionary step happening along this line is that... Uh, in, in the past, it was a, it, it was about making those funny jokes, putting them to the music, but but also now it's about how the music, the the song is actually funny. It's not just jokes in a song, but somehow there is something in the song that becomes funnier. As, yeah, as, you know, like whether it's the chord progression or. You know the tone that it, that's happening. Right. Know? Yeah, I'm right. with you, man. And, and Absolutely. And like, like one of the songs off the of Lion, "Night I Laid You Down." Mm -hmm. Right. The the it's a duet and it starts off and it's it, it's funny, but it gets funnier and funnier mm -hmm. and funnier as the song goes on because it kind of takes you on a journey, right? And that's right. what we love about any music. Yeah. yeah. And that's Stories what we love about told. comedy. And then you know. The, Sorry to just shine your shoes, but you know, just the, the <laughs> melding those two things together. How do you feel about Dick Face? Dick, <laughs> Dick Face needs a little That's work. That's the one I'm most proud of. Oh, really? I thought it was fully needs, formed and ready to go. Needs some work. <laughs> it's it's at half staff. You need to get it all the way up. Hey, all way up. <laughs> all right, I'll go back to work on Dick Face. <laughs> oh, by the way, a great uh, Courtney impression on that oh, song. Oh, thank you very much. Night. Thank you. Courtney J, the wonderful singer. Love her, by the way. She's, She's the best. Favorite female I, voices, I mean, I, and I loved having her and Charlie with us on that last tour. It was so much fun because, you know, it's like you have your friends on stage. Right. Yeah. And he and you know Charlie's great at playing the harmonica and the mandolin and the banjo and he can sing and he can play guitar and then Courtney sings like an angel and so then we get all four of us up there rock and play the piano and it's yeah. just so much fun and and uh, well I'll do that again someday because it's super rewarding but good, good. I, I wanted to just get out there and do like a real stripped down version and just test these songs yeah out. and there's nothing wrong with that it sounded fantastic yeah. man and the the banjo last night was working well yeah. you're just like, <laughs> never never have to tune that thing <laughs> I miss the fan, the phantom banjo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice okay that's good so we'll get another like full-blown hopefully music out man that's it's exciting yeah well both just yeah. like lion i hope yeah. to do that and then and then oh, do, do a, a live, a live recording oh, okay. that's great cool or at least um offer the studio version with maybe several live versions right so yeah. I, I don't know exactly yet because i don't know it's kind of expensive to do two fully produced yeah. records yeah. of the same material and then sell them for this 
same low low price that you would just sell one of them but couldn't decide but Could it's you, worth it Steven, yeah. i couldn't decide <laughs> and i know people love the feeling of a live mm-hmm. show is obviously with comedy um it just feels better live but oh, it works both though because like with the music at like the you know music is non-live so it's fun to yeah, get in the studio produce, and exactly really make a and then song the, the comedy it. benefits from the live aspect right, right. right. This, yeah. this is a win-win right. hey i'll chip yes. in look if it costs twice as much i'll chip <laughs> in man. that's his way of saying he wants we'll to play start drums a, that's we'll start his way of saying <laughs> hey, do you listen to the live or the studio album of of lion when you have if you listen <laughs> you know, every morning what wakes you up what's the alarm clock is it uh Start is it Lorelai from the studio, or is it? Uh... I start with my demos. <laughs> <laughs> I put them on shuffle, so I never know what I'm going to get. No, I don't listen to them consciously. Right. Like they're on my um, phone, so sometimes when I have my music on shuffle, one will pop up. Yeah. And if I still like it, I'll, I'll maybe listen to sure. it, but I'm always critiquing it and saying, I should have done this, and that's wrong, and I knew I should have changed that lyric, but... But I can still sort of enjoy most of the stuff on those on the Lion sure. record. Well, the magic moment happened last night because when you played, uh, speaking of Lion, when you played Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, you got to do the big uh, Martin Luther King reveal on Kismet. Martin Luther Kismet. King Day. Right? And I was like, as soon as the song started, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. You know, because if the people didn't know the song, you know, and then you got to drop that right on the date. And it was uh, kind of like extra special. It was. It was special. I mean, you got to pay tribute to Martin Luther King. Yeah. uh, And why not do it by insulting the state in which he was shot? (laughs) It makes hey, sense to me, right? Makes like total you sense said, to me. it's just factual information. <laughs> factual information. <laughs> I mean, I'm Team King Junior. I don't know about <laughs> you racists out there, but I, you know, if I had to choose between this Tennessee and Martin Luther King, I'm taking Martin Luther King. <laughs> Sorry, Tennessee. Selfish with your consonants and vowels, anyway, to begin with. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, so when you are performing live, and, and there are some improv moments, especially between the two of you, uh-huh. sure. whether whether it's something like you're losing your voice a bit or or maybe somebody doesn't nail something exactly spot on and yeah. and uh did you guys welcome that do you welcome the improv moments almost more so than what you've oh, those laid are the out best. To yeah absolutely yeah yeah the, the show always starts out the tours always start out with a set list and nothing we i, I don't know what i'm going to say in between the songs i don't know i don't even know if the set list is going to stay the same and so you know we just have to trust that we're going to talk <laughs> and some of it's going to be funny and the stuff that's funny and it works like especially between the two of us as sort of a bit we can keep it in the show and we'll do it the next time and so then it becomes like a little show and that's a that's a nice thing about having been friends for so often right you know i mean we are constantly wait long or often because i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an on again off again relationship <laughs> well like so how are you guys right now we've had our cool? ups and downs <laughs> We're on now. <laughs> when the tour's over, yeah. off. off. <laughs> I, I actually thought I said long. It's okay, it's man. to get old. You guys had a long night. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're just trying to make each other laugh. We're just sure. trying to have a good time yeah. up there. And and so if if I throw something out that's a stinker, you know, I know that Steven's going to come right back and give me shit about it. <laughs> and I, I can do the same thing right back to him, you know. And uh, It's always better when the, when the joke is... You know, 
not planned. If it's just improvised, mm -hmm. yeah. it, it just it, you know how it is. Yeah, it's, it's special fun. for it that feels night. Better. It's right. Totally. Sure. Yeah. And then totally. I, and, and if it works, we we keep it and you know we move on and we hope to continue to do that. And by the by the time that we get to the point where like uh, we where we did uh, Hello Kalamazoo, by that point we've got a fully fleshed out show that we can just give to people. And right. That's really so exciting. The show just gets. Yeah, more stretched out. It's like a more self-indulgent, an open accordion, just stretched yeah. to the max. I mean, that show last night was like two hours often. Yeah, yeah. it's about two, you, hours. two hours. Come on, sorry. Uh, two I wanted, hours often. Yeah, I well. wanted to just hang for a minute, but everybody got it right away. And I was like, Damn it! That was so good. So good. See, that's the reveal I'm talking about. Hey. Callback City. Yeah, it was about two hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and I was like, I'm going to make tonight shorter because I, <laughs> I feel I'm getting sick. Like, mm -hmm. I can tell my voice is tired. This is my sixth show in a row, which doesn't sound like much, but when you're literally talking and or screaming and singing, you know every night for two hours it you know sure. for me anyway i'm not a trained singer so it's and it's and it's all you too by the way it's not like oh right, this is where the break. guitar player kicks in with some banter <laughs> right, right, or yeah exactly. whatever yeah exactly. banjo singing the banjo extended part. guitar <laughs> solo it's like yeah you're literally i mean yeah what am i doing so i try i was like last night i was like i'm gonna make this a shorter show or right, we're gonna do like an hour and 40 minutes hour 45 <laughs> mm -hmm. turned out to be the longest one of this <laughs> nice. idiot <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, how many more dates do you have left? Uh, I mean, uh, not to not to put a timestamp on it right now, but you, are you halfway through this one? Well, or, we have, are uh, you going to be adding more on or what? This leg, the January leg, we were halfway through. We have five more shows, and we have a couple weeks off, and then we start the February one, which is another, I don't know, fourteen or fifteen shows yeah. or something, and then they're working on the. You know more dates, so blown out the rest of 2017. It's gonna be a long yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good though. But it, yeah, good. it is good. It's and, feel and, good. I'm sorry. Don't you mean an often year? It's right. gonna be, oh, oh. Man. We're so naming this episode often. <laughs> it's, Ooh, it's a tight race between often and dick face. I yeah, feel. I know. I know. I also kind of think of like you know Stephen Lynch's dick face would be the name of it. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> dick facing with Stephen. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Something you said last night. I'm out of here. Uh, and then you did the best Beyonce walk I've seen in in little, 2017. Little single ladies. I, yeah. uh, I I learned that entire video. Man. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? No, really? I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I, I was gonna say I'm getting the camera. If you did. <laughs> That'd be great. You just start going off, and he's like, "All right, you got the whole thing. Three minutes. The floor is yours. I did go have, for it." I did have high school uh, aspirations to be a, a backup dancer, though. You did, didn't <laughs> you? Is, uh... For anyone in particular? This is Rod talking, by the way, lest anyone think <laughs> I had inspirations to be a backup dancer. Oh, come on. You know you did, too. Um, You've seen me dance. I was, uh, I, there's actually a, uh, an old, old videotape of myself and a high school friend of mine. We were um, poetry in motion. That's, that's poetry... Apostrophe yes, in man. motion, <laughs> and uh, uh, kid and play. I once, guess. In a, <laughs> once in a while, we, once in a while, we'll bust it out of the party. <laughs> oh yeah, Z Cavaricci pants and nice. uh, uh, overalls with just one. That's correct. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, sneakers with the you tongue think fully you're blown make out. A joke that's not true about this. Yeah. yeah, it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> I've seen the video. Uh, Poetry they're dancing in motion. To I love people. it. Poison by Bel Biv DeVoe. Of course. You are. Big big new edition fans back in the day. Yeah, yeah so totally. There is, uh, Who wasn't? 
there's a uh, there there is a videotape. I've ha- I've had many people say, <laughs> you know, you should put that on YouTube. I'm yeah. like, no, Fuck that's no. not coming out for anybody. <laughs> so you, it's on VHS, is what you're it saying. It is on. It's so, a legendary tape. I have tried to steal it. <laughs> Wait, but you've seen it. You've seen oh, oh yeah, is I didn't. Lockbox okay. or is it? Uh, he keeps where, it. Oh, far away he from me because he knows I would VHS do something like no one there was the one time man. where they said bring it over we're having a party we're going to make everybody laugh with it and I'm like okay you know fine we'll do it once and, and, and the ne- I spent the night because I was trashed and the next morning I, I, I wake up and I'm, I'm looking around for it and I, I see a videotape and I could tell that the label's been ripped off. Oh, no. And he's like trying to put a different label on there. I'm like, I tried to replace the tape with Wait, a dummy just, tape. Who just has like VHS sticker replacement? <laughs> he's got that skill. Found this in my pocket. I guess I haven't watched these jeans like, in a while. Yeah, it's like Mission Impossible. He's trying to I ran pull down a heist. To Nobody Beats the Wiz and I bought a couple of blank videotapes. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, now you're in the clear though, because no one else, no one has a VCR. No, no, yeah, it's, it's a dead good. technology. Yeah, you're good. You've yeah, they're officially it. not manufacturing <laughs> anymore. Right, so. right, right. Oh, so that's great. Go. You should though, just for your own sanity, dub it onto. I've, I've got. I, I've got I, I did. I, I, went, I went down to like the ABC warehouse, which is like the Midwest <laughs> version of of the Wiz. And right. Got one of those uh, VHS to DVDs. So sure. I do have a lockbox with the DVD. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, uh, all right, Steven, so let's let's put a pause because we obviously know where you're at right now with what you're working on and everything. But yep. you take a step back. What are the maybe two or three things so far that have ever happened in your career that immediately jumped to your brain? You know, not necessarily the biggest thing, but just a, a, a moment for you. That's, Milestones? Yeah, like oh. a personal, like, this moment in time was super special up until this point. Um. <clears throat> Playing Carnegie Hall was kind of cool. That's a big one. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Because my, my father had just died, which, you know, puts a damper on the evening yeah. a little bit. But, I, you know, I know he would have been pretty proud of it because he was a singer himself. And uh, so, you know, my mom came out and the whole family came out. And, yeah, that was a really great night. Super fun. That's one of them. Uh, what else? How were the acoustic in there? Were they up to speed? Like, were they up the, up the cuff? Like, was it, uh... Yeah, we had a little trouble tuning the triangles and the bassoons were a little flat. All yeah. that, other than that, the orchestra sounded great. And I thought I would have been, like, maybe the least likely person to ever play Carnegie Hall, given my material. But right. I, I, looked, I looked it up, and there were some... There are some people who play some Carnegie who, Hall like who some, shouldn't have played Carnegie yeah, Hall. Yeah, like some real old, <laughs> like some real dirty shit, man. Like, for I don't even. Oh, Wanda, what's that lady? Wanda name? Sykes. Wanda Sykes. No, no, not about Wanda Sykes. <laughs> of course, she'd be great at Carnegie Hall. Fish called Wanda. Uh, I don't remember her name, but she. <laughs> Willie Wanda. She's was that super movie? dirty, and she <laughs> played Carnegie Hall, and I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Fish cans coming to kill me. That was it. That's my only career highlight. No, I don't know. Um, well, I suppose when Lion came out and it did really well and like hit the top of the comedy charts, that was sure. very satisfying because, God damn it, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that thing and it really took a lot of time off and I'm sure sacrificed parts of my career because if you're not out there constantly in some form or another people right. forget and you got to mm-hmm. remind them and and I knew I was going to take a hit by taking all that time um, but I really wanted to change things up and do something different and something that I was really going to 
like. So, well, those, on a personal me, those note, are two career highlights. On a personal note, that's one of my favorite things I've done too. And you guys came up to play, and we had the nice little audience, and <laughs> that was you great. Know, yeah. got to talk in between songs. You yeah. guys played piano, grand piano. Yeah, out there. that was, that was really cool. that's one of my favorite things, man. It just was Thanks. a cool moment in time where it's yeah, like, thank oh, you. you know what? That was a good day to wake up and go to fucking work. Yeah, man. that was <laughs> fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. It was a good interview, and um, you know, because I mean, you got you know you do a good interview because most of the time it's. You know what it's like. It's like how long have you been doing comedy? So, Stephen. Why did you get into comedy? So, Stephen. Um, Who were your influences? Remember that time yeah. you were in the Beatles? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. It's exactly like that 98% of it. Well, thank you for saying that, man. That so, means so a lot. So, it's nice when so. somebody asks you a real question and yeah, you answer. Because sure. like it's stuff I want to know about people I like. like sure. You know what I mean? I just saw a video of um, Ryan Adams talking about his process for songwriting, and it was like, this is the kind of shit that's interesting yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Not like, when are you coming back to Sayreville, New Jersey? Which yeah. I get it. You you know, if you're yeah, a fan, you want to know. Yeah, wanna know. Yeah. But I want to. You can find that out. Just yeah. go on somebody's website. I want to know the, the meat and sure. potatoes of the thing. You know, mm-hmm. so. Like, how much does your wife yell at you for writing a particular song? No, not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. Um, well, with the new stuff, like, where do you feel you're pulling from, you know, with this new batch of stuff? Are you, do you feel like you're in the moment and you're just making observations because the world's getting a little crazy right now? It's uh, beyond it intense. Is. It's beyond yeah. ridiculous. It's like we've officially <laughs> entered clown town yeah. and we don't know where it's going to go. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen in a very short period of time. Right. Like, it's all up in the air. So are you... It could, that could be something that will influence... <clears throat> The way I write, I don't know. I never know. <laughs> Who I if I wish I had like sort of a magic suitcase and I could say, "All right, I'm gonna write about this. I'm gonna write about this." But for me, it's just a matter of coming up with some music and playing it over and over again, and just hoping something comes into my head. And we are in a climate right now where there's a lot of shit to make fun of, mm-hmm. right. and uh, it already has started to sort of influence some of the stuff. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. All right. And, uh, and Rod, what's, uh, you I'm know. I'm still working on my Monica Lewinsky song, by the way. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. One of these, maybe on the 30th anniversary. It's so we'll topical and funny. Well, those, those 96 diehards that you were talking about earlier. <laughs> they're still, they've been waiting they're, too. They're man. waiting for that. <laughs> they're they're going to, I mean, uh, you guys played a nice old treat, you know, last night. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, is it is it weird when you dust stuff off, you know, and and it, you There's know, so love, much hate, love stuff hate relationship with then. those things, yeah, because you know, they were of a time. They're yeah. really of a time, um, and that's not true of all comedy, and it's not true of all my stuff either. But often, you know, a song is firmly entrenched in the time in which it was written or it became popular, and so to sing it again, you have to, yeah. You have to admit to yourself that it doesn't mean the same thing it did, and it might not be funny to you at right. all. In fact, it, it might be torture for you, but f- just for old times' sake, people like to yeah. hear it. So that's but why I'm a creep, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. right. I saw Radiohead at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. this summer. Oh, cool! You oh, went yeah? to one of those shows, yeah? Nice. I did. I went to both of those. Bunch shows. of us oh, went, yeah. and oh. they. Did creep one of the nights, which yeah. they don't play off in live. Right. They don't. Yeah. They've, they've kind of they, they at one point refused to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think they sort of reached the same conclusion that I did, which is like, you know what? It's been 25 years. Yeah. Just do the fucking song. Yeah. yeah. Who cares if it's 
about a gerbil in your asshole that you wrote when you were like 19 and it has a Richard Gere reference. Like, who cares if none of that stuff is relevant anymore? This is going to be one hell of a monologue. It's just twofold, right? This is a 10-minute biopic. So I was like that. I refused to play that old stuff for a long time and then... This time around, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just play it. Who comes to terms with it at some point? Yeah, as long as you put out consistently, or not consistently, but as long as you're still putting out new stuff that you do like, then you can do some of that old stuff and not feel too crazy about it. Although I have noticed on this tour so far that apparently all I ever used to write about were dicks, <laughs> vaginas, and assholes. <laughs> apparently that's the only thing I ever <laughs> th- thought was funny. <laughs> It's amazing to me. Like every song, I look at my old set list, and I'm like, "Wow, there's nothing here that doesn't mention a body part." <laughs> the body part chanteuse of the '90s. Oh, seriously. But it wasn't until 2017 when Dickface found its uh, Dick way into the fold. Ah, so that's my crowning, yeah. no pun intended, there's, achievement. <laughs> there's still room to grow, Stephen. Still room to grow. I mean, I think you could probably extend it to a concept album. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> Dickface the concept. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and it's just a picture of Mr. Goodbody on the album cover. And with <laughs> with the song I've titles to be that pointing guy to for the body Halloween. parts, yeah. me too. And then uh, uh, one of the South Park dudes did it. Oh, it was a Matt Stone or whatever. It. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He got a, an actual. He got the Mr. So good body thing done, so and creepy. I was like, oh man, because you can only do that one. Like so one guy gets to do that. No one right. else gets yeah. to do that. So fucking. Creepy. I also had for many years the idea that I was going to come out and. In uh, like if I were taping a special or something, I would come out in the Eddie Murphy raw, <laughs> and then Conan O'Brien did it. Yeah, and I was like, man, that was my idea that I was never actually gonna do. <laughs> How that was dare my Cody. idea to never spend eighteen thousand dollars on a custom-made leather suit. That's was the- raw the purple one or the red one? Raw was the purple one. Purple yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Right. Delirious, and Delirious was the red one. Was the red one. Yeah, yeah. That's like the that's like the same theory behind domain parking. You're just it's like you want to buy the idea and right. sit on it, make someone and pay a thousand dollars to get it off right. your hands. <laughs> oh, hello, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, uh, all right. So we got a second leg of the tour coming. Obviously, you guys are gonna hit the studio. Are are we, are we going to Nashville to do this? Where do where do you wanna? Well, I think I'm gonna do it locally. You gonna do it locally? Yeah, we got a really, Michigan. Yeah, nice. we got a really happening music scene in Kalamazoo, and there's a bunch of studios and a bunch of great musicians, and so I think I can make it happen without without traveling this time. And then I can have some of my friends play on the record, sure? which will also be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Now Kalamazoo. Um, who's got dibs on it? Uh, I mean, you now have uh, a special named. Uh, it has Kalamazoo in the title. You know, yeah. people think of Derek Jeter. Oh, Derek Jeter I, for sure. I believe Primus has a song Kalamazoo right on the Brown album. Do they? If, if I'm I not, do they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Right? Do you remember? I don't know the Brown album by Primus nearly as well as. I think there's a song Sorry, called Kalamazoo Primus. on the on the Brown album. Yeah, I'll right. to go back. I'll double back. Right. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there's, I mean, there's so some I'm so uh, so far I'm third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody yeah. else you mentioned? Yeah, you're just just gonna keep knocking, yeah, me, just down keep knocking them down over here. <laughs> I just want to keep. I got a gal in Kalamazoo. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a, such a fun town name, man. I mean, it's great. So of really course, is. people are gonna, yeah, you know, it's a cool place. It's actually, yeah. it's got this very, like Stephen said, it's got this. Yeah, what's going on right now? What's it feel like? It's just got a very incredible music scene, music scene that's kind of almost in this like bubble. I mean, they did the, the, all of the bands that are friends of ours, you know, they tour around and they, mm-hmm. they, they have followings, but it's also like just everybody's very 
very, I don't want to say incestuous, but everybody gets up and plays with each other. And there's this very, like this very vital rock scene. And there's also this very vital bluegrass scene that kind of, that's a cool mix. It's a very neat mix. And uh, on any given night, we've got friends that are playing out. So we're uh, looking forward to hopefully being able to play with them in the future. Sure. Awesome. All right. Well, last thing, and then I'll get you guys out of here. And we really appreciate the time. We know you're you're obviously in between dates here. You're heading up to Albany at the time of this yeah. recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so something else that happened last night in the show that I thought was really cool is is uh, Stephen. You mentioned, uh, oh, we we did this other verse to the song, but then people really got <laughs> upset about it. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So. Is that is that something that you just that's not wrote, true. yeah I was gonna say wrote later and put in and because it it was so funny and it felt so <laughs> organic and authentic and and I was like oh man is that fucking movie magic or right. did, I don't no 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 it was an old verse okay it just had no place in the song I, I felt like three was enough and so I had this extra chorus that I didn't know what to do with mm-hmm. um, and so I was like well I can't not do it but it's also not part of the song right so why don't i just do it as sort of a coda right and it's that way on the record too um so yeah i I like it i think it's funny but it's it just didn't fit into the song anywhere so so you have a book of old lyric sheets you know from and you can see the transformation of all these songs and you're like oh Oh, man you know what that's actually kind of relevant right now maybe oh yeah i found an old book the other day and from the lion writing days and I was laughing my balls off. I was like, man, I should have put this in this. This is funnier than what I ended up with. But, you know, you have a different perspective now than sure. you did back then. Well, congrats on the new stuff. Thanks. And it's uh, good to see you guys out on the road again. And thanks for sharing some time with us. And, and uh, please tell Courtney and, and Charlie, I said, hey. And, Will do. You know, hopefully I can sneak up to Kalamazoo. We'll reunite and say Come on out. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, you do, you do have to go back time, for your stuff. So. For, for the museum opening. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Cut the tape. The Dick Face Museum. Cut the tape. The Dick Face Museum in Sayerville. I'll get you a big pair of those scissors. We'll make them lefty, too, so it doesn't right. work. Right. God, what the fuck? Uh, of course it's not going well. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, guys. Cheers. All right. Thanks. thanks. All right. We want to thank Stephen Lynch for hanging out. That was really cool of him to uh, swing by the... The yeah, Nick saw that the other Towers. We were talking about. Yeah. Nick saw that bullshit we were talking about before. Oh, that was so great. That's good stuff, man. You kidding me? And, and I apologize for having a stuffy nose. I'm actually really sick. This is this is me with adrenaline fighting through whatever I have. It's uh I wasn't saying the bullshit about he, Stephen Lynch for the record. I was saying the bullshit about you and I talking about oh, Mario Brothers for a solid twenty five minutes. That, that wasn't bullshit. All right. Say so. Jenny. It's Deborah. Jenny, I want to get with you. Did you have a crush on Jenny Lewis? And your sister. Who was your first crush? Who was your first crush, man? Who were you into back in the day? Shit. I mean, like, you know, I think a lot of people my age was like Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years, Danica McKellar. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think she's and she's really cool. She's also like super smart. She's like, oh, she's a businessist or something. Yeah. Yeah. I that's I I remember her. She writes math books. Okay, so she's a math whiz. Okay. Yeah. She's uh, great. She was probably the first one I, I actually remember being sure. like, oh, yeah, Winnie Cooper. She's awesome. Like, I want to date you. <laughs> you're Winnie you're like, but she's awesome. <laughs> Wait, why is she awesome? I can't figure this out because no one's explaining anything to me. <laughs> no one uh, explained. <laughs> no, she was the first one I remember, like, you know, everyone kind of being like, oh, yeah, Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years. I don't sure. really know. Um, I know yours is Wendy Peffercorn from The Sandlot. 
Oh, well, she, she, yeah, she was adorable. No, uh, I, no, I no, no. Phoebe was, Cates for me, man. Oh, uh, Phoebe Cates from Fast I, Times. And I was Gremlins, a, actually. I remember more from Gremlins. That, that's where, yeah. you know, I loved Gremlins so much. I watched it so much. And I'm like, man, Phoebe Cates is a, is a I remember. I remember her more. I remember Sigourney Weaver, but I think it's because I literally watched Ghostbusters every day for an entire summer. So I just think Sigourney Weaver, like, pops into my head way younger like I don't think I was like attracted to her I just remember being like oh she's a she's a hot woman well plus she was awesome and she was also like half naked in that movie do do you know her real name by the way Sigourney Weaver she's almost 70 no she looks fantastic no not Sigourney Weaver she's almost do you know her real name no Susan Weaver oh Great. Thanks for bringing this podcast to a grinding halt. Um, no, I, I I don't really remember. It's so funny that I don't really remember. I'm just trying to remember, like, think of movies I watched a lot as a kid that had like attractive women in them. Those sure. are the ones that pop into my head. I can't right. really think. Well, we got to get out of here. Wendy man. Peppercorn and you, Peppercorn. you and Wendy Peppercorn, you were squints. She she rescued you from the pool, dude. That, that that's another great that's another great movie. We Sandlot? could swap out no, but we can sw- swap out comedians, current day comedians. Oh, for, for the characters in Squints, Smalls, and then who who was the fat kid? What was his name? You'd know better than me, man. He he's a Jonah Hill type. Oh, absolutely. He's a Jonah, and then yes, yeah, Squints was the glasses. Do we, do we get Danny Tamborelli as uh, Smalls? Is probably like he. That's like the Michael Sarah character. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. And then you had Benny the Jet Rodriguez. And then you had Squint Smalls and Benny. And then, then and then the chubby dude whose name I can't for, I can't remember. Those are the main characters. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking up. And then Wendy Peppercorn. Hamilton. Ham- I just like saying Wendy Peppercorn. You do, don't you? I've actually seen T shirts that call that have like Wendy Peppercorn likenesses on them. What year did that movie come out, Sandlot? I was a little older. I want to say I was like a, a at least a teenager when it came out. It was I wasn't a kid, kid, so I don't remember. Ninety three, yeah, ninety three. Yeah, so, okay, also. so yeah, I was I was probably like a freshman or sophomore in college. In college. I mean, uh, high school. You know what I love that Marley Shelton did. Speaking of her character in the same, uh, she was in Grindhouse. The uh, oh really? The double feature. Yeah, she played. She was in the first one. She played one of the nurses. Oh, dude! I just got a Twitter alert. Mary uh-huh. Mary Tyler Moore has died at eighty. Oh at, wow. At age 80. Oh, wow, look at that. No. All right, well, I got to get to the site then. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not saying that funny. Like, I gotta, no, I I'm going to go write something, man. All right. So uh, go to laughbutton.com for all the latest news, interviews, <laughs> reviews, nooks and crannies of comedy. Follow us on all the socials at the laugh button. Email us uh, any convos you want to have or want us to have at uh, podcast at the laughbutton.com. You can follow Matt personally at I am Kleinschmidt. I am at Mark Says Hi. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank uh, Stephen Lynch again for swinging by. And, yeah. And uh, man, what a bummer, man! Mary Tyler Moore. Yep. All right. Well, uh, head R. over. R. Head over to the laugh button. We'll we'll have a. Um, I'm gonna write a. There's a story. Yeah. Right. There's a story. All right. Bye. bye.